0: Lights, camera, action. Hey guys, it's me. I'm Graydon, and I'm your guide through the wide world of movies right here on the Director's Cup, exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And check out down in the description below for all the ways you could follow us. From Twitch, where we have gaming with our First Lady JD and our Tribal Chief, Devin. Check that out, and Kick as well too for that. All of our articles are on bloodline.network.com as well as all of our great content on wrestling and sports and entertainment everywhere where you can do that as well as we have audio podcasts. You guys can check that out wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now remember to hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification, you see, bell notification, and hit the thumbs up like this, you see, see, you see it? Hit it like that. Hit it like that. Yeah, yeah, just hit it. Show us how much of this content you like. So, the algorithm could say, hey, you like Bloodline? Let's promote Bloodline. So, without further ado, let's dive in. But first, I got.
1: Yo, what's good, brother? You ready to live stream?
0: Oh, man. I just don't know. I, uh, I'm feeling real low on energy right now. What? You know what, man? I know exactly what you need. You need some W energy. Let me sing you some W energy right now. W, W, W who? W what? W energy? What's that? What's W energy drink? You say Tim? W is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or against like other energy drinks. W energy drink contains no maltodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. W Energy Drink also contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropic, and 150 milligrams caffeine. Here, Tim, try W's Energy Drink the latest flavor, Dragonade. How do you feel? Yo, oh, oh, I'm feeling so much butter. Damn, where do I get some more of that W from? Oh, that's what's up. Just go to the awesome website, W.GG and use our special code Bloodline1 and get 10% off right now. That's right. Go to W.GG, hit Bloodline1 in your checkout, and you get receive 10% off, off of energy drinks. Who would have thought that much? Check that out down below as well. We got a link to that down below as well. But before I go into our synopsis of tonight's movie, Blue Beetle, by wonder brothers and dc comics let's see who's in our chat tonight we got streets my man killing it on rotor slappers if you guys haven't checked it out fantasy football season's upon us check out his stuff you'll be great you can draft a winner each time i haven't drafted through his stuff yet so yeah you can draft a winner each time Uh what's up Courtney? How you doing? The Queen of the Chats is here tonight. We got Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Hey, what's good, man? I I'm doing well tonight. How are you? Excited to talk about this movie. Courtney saying hi to Nick. There's Dylan with his with his podcast about the Saints. It's a killer one. Don't feel advantage. Check that out. He kills it each and every week. Right there. Courtney also saying hi. What's up to Dylan? Let's see. Well, there's our boy Dirty Dango. What's good, man? Have a great show. Yes, thank you. I try to be spoiler free here on the director's cut, so I'm. Don't worry about spoilers tonight. As well, the queen saying, "Hey Streets, we're going here." Saying, "Hey to Dirty Dango." He does dubby. He says dubby, and right here, like Courtney says, that's WGG. Code is Bloodline One. Do that, and for all your energy needs. All right. So without further ado, let's dive in. I'm excited for this movie. This, by far, is probably the biggest DC movie I've been excited for this entire year. To be honest. Yeah, Shazam for a year. The guy that I was kind of excited for. I like that character. I love that. Yeah, I like that character. I don't love him, but I like him. Yeah, it had his flaws. It was a good movie. But it had its flaws. Flash. I I mean, after I did my review of it here, I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable movie. It had its faults. It had a lot of faults, but it was still an enjoyable movie. This one looks to be probably the most successful box office-wise for DC this year. The reason I say this is because it's number one currently in the box office this past weekend, beating out Barbie and Oppenheimer, who've held the number one and number two sp- uh, respectively, for the past few weeks. Debuting at number one with $26 million domestically. Yeah, you might say that's a little a little low, but their entire budget was only $103 million. $103 million. So they made almost a quarter of that back. This is looking like this might be a success. They have to make two hundred six million to at least garner it not as a flop. So it's on its way to do so. The reason I say this is such a good movie because it has one thing going on for itself. That one thing is this. I hope you get ready for it. The one thing it has going for it is not just that it's a younger superhero. It has- Toast! Toast! Money <laughs> will come and go. We know that. The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room, right here, right now.
1: Salute me, familia.
0: That's right, this movie has to deal with family. Family, family, family. It, it talk, it's a story of Jaime Reyes. Let me let me get to you guys the, the synopsis really quick. Jaime Reyes suddenly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotechnology called the Scarab. When the Scarab chooses Jaime to be its symbiotic host, he bestows with an incredible suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary uh, unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes a superhero Blue Beetle. This version of Blue Beetle first came out in 2006 when DC was looking to retcon the character, kind of Update the character for a new generation. Jaime Reyes, for those of you that don't know, it was part of the Young Justice cartoon show. This is where he this is how people got to know him in mainstream. Jaime Reyes has been the third man to to have the title of Blue Beetle. First one was Dan Garrett. Dan Garrett started off in 1939 as a policeman who took vitamins to become super strong. Yes, that's how it was back at the time. You know, the time of Falco. Eat your prayers. E- say your prayers. Each your- man's <laughs> brother, brother. So, <laughs> so doing that tonight. Not only that, but then they retconned him to where he was an archaeologist and found the ancient scarab. But yet, it he was trying to harness its power, but it wasn't working for him. Then come in 1963 was Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, the one. My generation knows the one whose buddies would booster gold, and I will get to that in a moment of why I think what this, the future holds for this movie, but tech cord um cord industries he makes technology he able he's able to make himself some wrist blasters. the scarab doesn't choose him either, but but he my Don metal Blue Beetle with his ship called the bug you saw it in the trailers, you know that big that big ship that they have with the big eyes that's tech Horde's Thing, which is kind of awesome that they have Ted Cord mentioned Ted Cord in this movie. They also have his daughter and his sister in this movie. I'll get to those in a moment though. Well, but, but you guys see, well, with all this with Ted Cord in there, he he just is a regular superhero. Jaime Reyes, when they wrecked on him, they changed all that to where this scarab that Ted had, Jaime got his hands on. It bonds to him. Booster Gold comes and shows up. to Try and get it back. Can't because it's already bonding with Jaime. And Jaime now becomes the new Blue Beetle. With a high-tech suit of armor and everything. So. So. That's right. I did Fast and Furious to represent family. The tribal chief is on here tonight. Where is he? There he is. There's Devin. How are you doing tonight, man? Uh, The first lady, JD. How are you doing tonight? She's on tonight. Right after me with... She's gaming tonight, so check that out. I know I will be in the chat there, so, and Courtney saying hi to her as well. But like I was saying, Ted Cord didn't get chosen here, but they have a lot of Ted Cord in this movie. Because you can't have Blue Beetle without Ted Cord. It's been the one since 63 to 2006, so almost 40, so over 40 years, almost 50 years, that he was the the, gen- the character of a generation. So, you can't have a Blue Beetle movie without him. And I kind of like the fact in this movie that they kind of pay homage to it. Um, Jaime gets the scarab. Him and his sister are working at a beach resort. He gets the scarab because he befriends Jenny, this daughter of Ted Cord, who's supposedly dead. So his sister, played by Susan Sarandon in here, takes over the cord thing and wants to use the scarab for Power, and technology, and weaponry, and all fu- all that fun stuff. You know what this kind of sounds like to me when I first saw it? It sounded like Iron Man. Ironmonger, Justin Hammer, and um, uh, Whiplash. It also kind of sounds like the same typical formula of every superhero movie. Hey, our first one's a hero uh, is a villain that has your same powers, so... Yeah, she has a guy who has a suit of armor similar, but it's not really a scarab. He fights Jaime in here, but that's far, few and far between. I really enjoyed the Shazam movies because of the family aspect of it, because of um, his adopted family. Here, the Reyes family really steals the show most of the time in, in this movie. It really steals the show. George Lopez playing his uncle Rudy It's amazing. He steals everything he's in. If you're not a big George Lopez fan, I I recommend checking because I laugh every single time he's on there. But yeah, like I was saying, Jaime gets this scarab. His family helps him come up with a name. They helps him harness this power that he was all of a sudden abruptly, come on to him that way. However, Jaime is learning all this. He has a computer in his head. And the suit of armor that just gives him all this power. He's learning how to balance out his family life and what it truly means to be a hero. As an origin story, and we find out that Ted Court's sister tries to take over his business because he's been dead for years. Then (laughs) his daughter steals the scarab, gives it to Jaime, like I said. Jaime It bonds with Jaime Reyes which I kind of like this version of Blue Beetle because it's more technology-based. TechCord kind of dived into the tech, but not to this extent, where he makes it tech, which is amazing and everything. So, there is a mid-credit sequence here and an end-credit sequence here. I'm not going to spoil the end-credit sequence, but the mid-credit sequence pays homage to the stuff that's come previous to it, to TechCord. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's there. They even pay homage to this movie to Dan Garrett because Cord's sister, who's evil, she wants to take over the family business and make it into a weapons, oh, oh a weapons lab. She be she says, oh, Dan Garrett found it in some archaeological dig back in the '30s. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing that they mentioned all three blue beetles in here which is great for the director here the director's also gone and stated that he does have plans for a second and third one of this depending on how this one does and if you guys have haven't checked it out check out the playlist for the director's cut because one of my earlier videos i did james Gunn's dc where i talked about a tv show coming called booster gold the reason i mentioned that right now is the Yes, it sounds like Lena Luther. Thank you. I was like, there was one on um Supergirl that I couldn't remember the name. Thanks for reminding me, Courtney. <laughs> but anyways. What, what, but anyways, it was one of those things that we see it there, Ted Cord comes in and everything. And this credit sequence. Ted Cord's there and goes, Hey, I'm not dead. Hello, anyone here? They were playing in his lap throughout the movie, turning on his computer, an ancient computer, and he goes... And and he's not dead. The reason I bring this up is, like I said, was saying with Booster Gold, was because Ted Kord and Booster Gold are best friends. Booster Gold's TV show coming out might have Ted Kord in it. Don't quote me on that, but I think it will because you don't mention Ted Kord in Blue Beetle and then do a Booster Gold TV show if you're not going to bring him in. Yeah, that's right. Supergirl was a good show. I especially enjoyed seeing John Cryer as Lex Luthor in there. <clears throat> Ooh, that was good. Especially the crossovers that CW did. Uh, Marvel and DC need to get it right in their movies because the TV show did it perfectly. <laughs> Corny, it really was. But So, with the Booster Gold TV show coming out, we might see Ted back in there, which is awesome because that mid-credit sequence plays into that. But where does this movie stand in the realm of the new DCU? James Gunn said, yeah, he, uh, it might not be our first official movie in it, but Blue Beetle will play a part until here. What I think it is, is that we're not getting a Justice League movie. We're not. Trust me when I say this, we're getting a Justice Society movie. The reason I say this is, look at what has been announced by James Gunn. We're getting Guy Hawk Hawkgirl, in there we now are getting we know booster gold's coming on tv show and now ted cord is available in this movie four members of the justice i'm sorry justice league international the jli so we're not getting the always a cool niche character i liked from young justice yeah well, he he was cool. He was, I especially enjoyed the story of the Black Beetle and the Reach that was in there trying to get the scare back from him, and it just showed how that team can gel together as well, too.
1: <laughs>
0: Justice League, are we right? Justice League. Like I said, Ted Korn is a member of the Justice Society, but he's also a member of the Justice League International, which is what Guy Gardner, Hawkgirl, Booster Gold, and him are all part of. Well it was all, was all part of. Why? Because Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are your Justice League. We already know this. There's other branches of that. You can go in and do the other branches of the Justice League, like the Justice League, Dark Justice League International, Justice Society, Justice, Young Justice, Young Justice was a member of the Justice League, even though they, they're they more the Soliteans. Uh, there's the Animal Justice League, which I know they're not going to do, but a lot of this stuff, they're building up to the Justice League, and they're going to do it with these minor characters, whereas if they need help, they're getting Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman in there to help them. That's how I see it going. I could be desperately wrong, but or I could be desperately right. So, let's see. I want Aquaman 3. It's I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I honestly don't know. I wish I had Lieutenant Dan's here. Yeah, Cage is here. DC oddly seems to do good with these minor character movies. That is true. I I completely agree with, your, with you here, Dan. Because it's very good. Like, Shazam was, the first Shazam movie was good. The second one was good as well, too. Uh, they did fantastic with that. The Birds of Prey one I had a great time with. The new Suicide Squad was a good, fun time as well too. Now we have Blue Beetle. It, they seem to good to to do good with these minor characters, which I think is a way you can flush out your Justice League because everyone knows Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You don't need to really do a solo movie from them. Yes, they're your cash cows. They're the ones who keep bringing in the money over and 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 over again. But they also need to take a step back and let these other heroes shine. These other ones shine like Peacemaker, like Harley Quinn, like Renee Montoya who ends up becoming the question, like Blue Beetle, like Booster Gold, they need to let these guys shine. Why? Because DC's history is rich of all the minor characters have great, fantastic stories. The the big three are pretty much... Eh. The Justice League's attempts are bad. They sometimes hit it out of the park with like Blackest Night, Brightest Day, with the Lanterns, Flashpoint, Death in the Family with Batman, the Death of Superman. They kind of hit it out of the park sometimes with
1: this. But all the minor characters Crisis on Infinite Earth. Comics was combined with DC Comics. That's what brought us Blue Beetle to begin with.
0: So, because of that, Blue Beetle has been in part of DC lore forever. Yes, he was kind of a goofball. Yes, he was kind of not taken seriously. But at that time, that's what those were... Peacemaker was good. Was it good or was it really just John Cena being hilarious there? Yeah, no, it was actually good. Uh, can I get into Peacemaker? I've heard that from a lot of people, Courtney. You're not alone for that. I enjoyed it, but I know a lot of people who didn't get into it. But I just want to say to you guys, if this is a standalone film, it's a great standalone film. DC did hit it out of the park in this one. Go watch it. Go help support this movie with a small budget, and, and let me tell you this. And let me tell you this. Right here, right now, right here, right now, the suit in this movie is practical. He's wearing the suit half the time, and the arms that come out only came out to about here. But then they CGI'd everything else. The suit was practical, so you're so the actor's walking around in the suit most of the time. And I enjoy that. DC does a lot of practical stuff with their suits, which I love. Marvel does a lot of CGI stuff with their suits, which is alright. But, now before we get into if this is too sweet or too sour, I do have something a little special for all you guys tonight. That's right, our brothers from Down Under, those guys from the future, Keith and Tom, are coming back with a live stream, too, coming August 26th, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So, check them out when they go live with our broadcast podcast. So, guys, welcome back. Anyways, now it's come to the time of the show where we have a simple question. Is it too sweet?
1: Check out the broadcast and um
0: how how is the Blue Beetle going to save the DC? It looks like the best movie based on they <laughs> on one trailer. Yeah, yeah, Blue Beetle might actually save what was left of the DCU right now. Might 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 do what's what's left of this. Anyways, is it too sweet or is it too sour?
1: Is it too sweet? Can't be beat too sour. Don't even bother. I mean. Right there. Without further ado, you guys like my shirt? Bloodline merch.
0: Tired of bored, uninspiring merch? Well, you need to go to bloodlinenetwork.com/slash merch. We got merch for everyone: men, women, kids, and home. We got tanks, V-necks, t-shirts, coffee cups.
1: And we can't forget about
0: beach towels. That's right. Get your ass off that hot ass sand and get your Bloodline Entertainment Network
1: beach towels.
0: BloodlineNetwork.com slash merch.
1: For your pleasure.
0: Yeah, like I said, I got my shirt there. Check out BloodlineNetwork.com slash merch. You can do that there. I just ordered a phone case for my phone and... Lo and behold, I can't wait till it comes in that way. I can show it off to all you guys out there tonight. So, with all that said, it's time to wrap this all up. Thanks for watching and diving into the deep cuts. As always, check out down below for all of our social media, all of our content. Everything everywhere is down in our description below. Click those links. Follow us everywhere. JD's coming up on Twitch tonight for Gaming with the Bloodline, so check her out tonight as well over on Twitch. And remember, until next time, there's more to the movies than we see on the screen. I'm Graydon. I'll be your guide through the films and their histories. And join me here next week because for Viewer's Choice Night, yay! But um, I'm doing something different tonight because of one of our... Ro- Bloodline brothers through Roto Slappers, we ended up. He ended up saying, "Hey, why don't you do these two movies? You wanted me to do Point Break, Point Break, and Roadhouse." So Patrick Swayze movies. Next week is Swayze night. So what I need you guys to do is, I'm gonna post it on my personal Twitter page. A poll for you guys to check out. Uh, to check out and go should be sharing it all on the our bloodline socials to to vote for the poll of whether you want point break which is a movie about surfers and criminals or roadhouse starring patrick Swayze, next week right here on the director's cut as we go into Swayzy night grab your beach towels <laughs> and then sure thanks thanks everyone for the great show and remember i'm your guide through this whole great big world of movies right here on the director's cut. I'll see you guys next week for Veer's choice for Swayze night. Let's rock it.